hidethingmedia.com. The network, oh, without constraints. Hello everyone and welcome to Wrong Term Memory. My name's Colin and I want to start this week's show with a quick thank you to John, Mark, Derek and David, four of our best listeners who all used either the Buy Me A Coffee function or the PayPal function on the website this week and their generosity has basically paid for this month's hosting and website costs which is much appreciated. Thank you guys and if anybody else wants to do similar the links are out there buy me a coffee forward slash wrong term memory. Jack how are you and what are we doing today? Yes I am I'm absolutely superman the I'm sitting here topless there we are peep behind the curtain I tend to do it when I'm podding. I know, mate. It's absolutely roasting in this room. (laughs) We're kind of doing our first fully scripted piece of work. We didn't write the script. We let a transcription service do it for us, basically. And these companies want to charge you for the content that they produce. When you record your podcast, you send them the file and they transcribe it for you using a computer. They kind of struggle with our accents, but which is understandable because just there, five seconds ago, I started to stumble over my words. But <laughs> what we're going to do is just read some of the some of the highlights and maybe try and drill down on what we were actually trying to say. Like, I don't see the point in spending money on this when you would be easier just typing it from start to finish. You read the whole thing. It was 10 pages long, Colin. Did, did any of it make full blowing sense i think some of it some of it made sense in that it was basically a transcript of a podcast that i recorded so i had some basic knowledge of what we spoke about it's from the episode we did about child geniuses so i was able to pick through the 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 kind of crux of it and identify some of it however if people are wanting to use i think the main idea people use this stuff is that the they get the transcription of their episodes, they, they embed it somewhere on their website, then it's searchable content for people looking for something. And somebody searching for one of the things that's been spoken about in the podcast finds the podcast. For that purpose, I don't think it's ever going to work. Certainly not at this level, the technology's not quite there yet. It's weird because you, me and you both do voice notes a lot on our phone, and I do some of the voice notes where I speak and the phone actually types it rather than records the voice. And my iPhone gets it spot on. A variety of different keyboards on the iPhone get it right every time. But for some reason, this software that they're having the audacity to charge us for, if, if we were going to pay it rather than just use the trial, isn't very good at it. So, yeah, we've kind of cut out some of the, the main bits and we're going to go through that, let you hear it. And we've also pulled out some information this week on other forms of AI, artificial intelligence. Some of it sometimes when it goes wrong and sometimes when we use it without even realising it. So... The show this week really is all about AI, isn't it? It is indeed, mate. It is indeed. And we'll just dive straight in with, I think, almost the first sentence of the transcription where it starts to go wrong. I think I'm speaker one throughout right, this. Right, okay. So I'll go speaker are, zero then. Yes, we are reading. This is scripted. Very first one ever. You think I get Tars bad at a party? I had a friend who would bring a banjo at the time, but as a bit of, ah, a bit of a strange one. You betrayed him. Look, mate. Don't just fucking don't get the banjo. It was. I think myself sometimes, where where are I win? Gretzky. You had issues with Tiara being a scare win. Great skater. Also so unknown as from Child Prodigy, basically. At age of 60, was planning his 10-year-old. So that's like a big jump. 
violent fucking aggressive sport like this yeah that's my okay canadian guy unless it's sexual old well you did it six i don't have specifics but it was like a fucking making macaroni pictures and ship question mark <laughs> okay yes. all right so i think there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff going on there there was a bit Wayne of talking Gretzky, about i picked up that and that is about it the banjo player but that is a car crash and they want you to pay for it. I'm not going to obviously shout out the company that gave me the, the free 30-minute trial because um, I think we've we've already shown that it's just... It's pretty wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it's coming back to me. So the guitar and the banjo stuff, I think we we got speaking about people at parties that pull up pull out guitars. Yes, that would have been it. Yeah, my, um, my friend Alex used to play a banjo at 6 in the morning when we spoke about yeah. it. Yeah. We spoke about Gretzky, we spoke about that ice skater that was a child prodigy, and I spoke about whether being good at ice skating made you a prodigy or just good at a sport. Yeah, so I'll, I'll upload to that, to the site, and it will become searchable content. I'm not going to fucking put it anywhere on the other site. You can <laughs> <run>. <laughs> but yeah, like that, like I was saying earlier, that this is, this is why this software exists, so that you can get a full transcription of your podcast you stick it up in your show notes section of your website then anybody searching for Wayne Gretzky finds oh there's a podcast that spoke about Wayne Gretzky I might listen to that and it's supposed to bring ears to your podcast all that's going to bring is fucking cranks and nutcases because none of it makes sense like just because NPR produce word perfect descriptions they're the biggest podcast company in the world I think that information getting pushed to independent podcasters like us do show notes I, I kind of do show notes but it's just bullet points and it's just it's just there in case anybody wants to take a wee look at there's some links and stuff as well so I'm trying to create a little bit of value there but just because npr the biggest podcasting company in the world basically do this it doesn't mean that we guys like us should be a spending money on it and be thinking it actually makes much of a difference unless you are very much wanting to produce content that's accessible to the blind for example yeah or if we recorded our podcast jack and we basically said things like hello jack um how are you today i've just had a cucumber sandwich for lunch and it was terrific i absolutely loved it it might it might do better with that but i don't think anybody wants to hear anybody speaking like that on a podcast no and like you says i used the my e broke on my uh, mac (laughs) So I oh. couldn't, lots of words have got E's in them, so it did become a little bit tricky to... It was a fucking horrible month that I hated it. <laughs> ...to type a message. So I used the, just the built-in voice recognition software, and it was shooting, it must have been shooting about 95% accuracy. Like, I could send, I could speak for, like, you were getting big, long messages, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah. I could speak for a minute or so, and it was, it made, it made perfect, <laughs> almost Every perfect episode, sense. every message started with... I'm out with the dog and I'm just talking <laughs> at my phone and it's getting all this right, man. It's fucking brilliant. I By the way, and then the actual message would start. <laughs> yeah, like I, I couldn't wrap my head around it and I thought I was going to use it forever, but I'm back to using my old fingers. But you, like I said, you kind of um, brought together the AI side of things because you're very much the, the tech guy of the pod, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that I, I do fit that sort of niche, I suppose. So, yeah, we've got a couple of examples that we'll kind of go through. There was one that was in the news. I remember it vaguely from the news. I'm sure some of you will as well. A Microsoft chatbot uh, turned into a Nazi. 
uh, on Twitter. Um, basically, what happened was back in the spring of 2016, Microsoft ran into a PR nightmare when its Twitter chatbot, an experimental AI persona named Ty, uh, wandered radically off message and began sprouting abusive epithets and even Nazi sentiments. One of the things it said was Hitler was right, and nine eleven was. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the transcribed that and put it on the site? Jesus. Yeah, and nine eleven was an inside job. <laughs> uh, to, to be fair, Tai was essentially parroting offensive statements made by other human users who were deliberately trying to provoke it. Yeah. Um, it was aimed at the coveted eighteen to twenty four year old demographic, and the chatbot was designed to mimic the language patterns of a millennial female, and initially cut loose on multiple social media platforms by way of machine learning and adaptive algorithms. Um, it could approximate conversations by processing inputted phrases and then blending in relevant data and trying to actually keep up the conversation itself. However, <laughs> like so many young people, it found itself mixing with the wrong crowd. Yeah, and basically my, Microsoft said in their press materials on launch, the more you chat with Tay, the smarter she gets. Maybe not so much because they took her offline after 16 hours when she started spouting Nazi propaganda. Yeah, so people, users figured out what it was there for and just started pumping it full of chat like Hitler was right just to fuck it up and it yeah. worked. So, it did, yeah. So it, it's, in, in some way, like people will always be smarter than the robot. They'll find a way to make a dick of it, won't they? Yeah, it's like we spoke about AI on either here or the other network shows that we do so I get a little bit mixed up we're busy busy but I've got my issues with AI I think it should be better and it should be able to spot the the clearer racism thing like if this AI had any intelligence it would know not to say Hitler was right like it, it would just know if it was programmed correctly and that's the thing with AI it's all programmed if it's not programmed right it's going to make a cunt of itself like Tay did here. That's just it. And you know what? That's To, to, to make it not do that would have been relatively easy because all you would have to do is, is put in a bunch of muted words that it would never learn and never use. We use chatbots in my work. We use robots and robotics for learning, for <coughs> uh, you know, chat to customers and stuff like that. And we've horrendous, a of... horrendous piece of kit, man. Oh, <laughs> ours is actually all right um we, a, lot of, a lot of the back end stuff and my, my job gets done by the, by them as well and it is massively helpful but right. we've, we've got a bunch of muted phrases and i remember it was i got given the task about 18 months ago uh, when i when i was uh, managing contact center to come up with a list of swear words for it and i basically got four or five folk for the contact center and said listen i need every single swear word and bad phrase you know and I had to just submit this document of absolute fucking horrendous language to the programming team. And they basically did that. They got somebody down south to do one as well. So they had like sort of all regions sort of covered. And right, it basically okay. just meant that the chatbot or anything could never react to or use any of these sort of words and stuff like that. Yeah, because that, you can download the, there's a Facebook banned word or banned words. There's a Twitter banned words document, a CSV or whatever. Yeah. An Excel spreadsheet that you can download. And yeah, I they wanted like the original version, so yeah, that's what they were involved. Yeah, because I was thinking about downloading it, I was thinking about running a forum on another site, and I was thinking about downloading it, and it's so long, the list is massive, right? and so, like, it is quite funny to read some of the 
<laughs> some of the stuff that people will say to each other, but we'll, we'll move on. To... <laughs> Just before I, before I was still yeah, on that, well, I was well, we were putting that together. I had a wee mix of people doing it, and some of the guys were loving this activity, and some of the girls maybe not so much. And I'll never forget the reaction that one of the one of the ladies, the older women, had when one of the younger guys said, "Can you put cum bucket in it?" <laughs> oh. oh, it's fucking amazing. But I, that's that's something that they that's something that's easy to do. But obviously Microsoft weren't smart enough to do it. Yeah, if you don't know what a cum bucket is, it is um, a loose woman who basically just collects spunk. Speaker zero, mate. Um, that is you, I think. That is me. Okay, so let's let's quit a long one. It could be any of the basketball players play if it can reject this. Winning is like fucking four games of leaking stuff. So, in one season, he scored three hundred seventy-nine goals on got one hundred thirty-nine assists. That's fucking loads. Yeah, no matter how long your season is, that's fucking townsman. So he was obviously yeah, yeah, not really minas. He's only okay. No, yeah. Like, like I say, when I was done, I saw when I was ice skating, <laughs> I used to hockey skates, but I never <laughs> ever played ice hockey. Never once I played some street hockey. We were rollerblades back in the day and Canaveral. <laughs> we played a bunch of used to play street hockey, which was quite good, but no, the ice hockey and people flying each other into fucking jaggy things on their feet was never really that appealing to me. I know how about the way I would have enjoyed, that wouldn't be very good at it. On it, we probably put me off ski, and so I never ever bothered with it. Yeah, the whole like door hockey thing on the fucking Rob Ridge. I never, I was never relented. <laughs> what did these bastards want for you for the full package? I don't know, mate. It was um, in one of those Facebook groups, and it was they posted get a free trial, and I thought that won't work, and I was proven right. So yeah, got my 30, 30 minutes episode transcribed for me so yeah wikipedia is an interesting one as well um, because there's a lot of bickering between let's be honest crazy crazy people who are constant wiki editors basically like they will constantly go and i'm sure there was one guy who'd edited say eighteen thousand wiki documents and he changed one word to another word and it was this isn't the right word, but it was less and fewer, for example. Oh, so that was his life, was reading Wikipedia articles, spotting the one grammatical error and changing it. There's yeah. a, there's one similar to that on Twitter as well. Um, there's, there's an account on Twitter, and it's obviously somebody from Northern Ireland or somewhere, and you know there's there's obviously a bit of debate between the North and the, the South, between Derry and Londonderry, obviously, yeah. Places called London Dairy, but some people call it Dairy, etc. Um, there is a there is a bot on Twitter called London Dairy Bot, and it basically just goes around Twitter and finds any post with the word Dairy in it, and it replies asterisk London Dairy. Fuck's sake, man! Like <laughs> somebody's wrote that machine to do that. And yeah, that is a <laughs> yeah. little bit further down the sort of AI evolutionally, evolutionally. Yeah, the, yeah. Was that translated as well? That bit. That was translated as well. We've got this like. Basically, Wikipedia bots warring with each other. Like these massive companies employ like a you would call like a small army of automated software bots that crawl over these millions of pages, updating links, connecting errors, cleaning up sort of vandalism. 
and these bots have been developed over the years and it turns out they don't always particularly um, get on. And a, a recent study published in the online journal called that's in a different colour, mate. I can't read that. Plus one um, researchers from the University of Oxford uh, tracked the behaviour of WikiEdit bots from 2001 to 2010 in 13 different languages editions of the site. They discovered that bots regularly engage in online feuds, like the Bloods and the Cryptia, uh, that can <laughs> last for years. Again, like the gangs, uh, for instance, two bots given conflicting instructions on a particular task will circle back and correct one back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and kind of leads to what is described as, I quite like this, an infinite loop of digital aggression. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, look at that again. That is down to the programmers. Why would you give two bots completely different instructions and then put them out there? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it's, that's, that's what it is. They've, they've, they've obviously just thought, give this one this task, and it will do that just that task. It doesn't think what happens when the two of them meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, strange um, one. That's what's happened. Um, but it's pretty cool, though, that you do think of Wikipedia as this massively created source with thousands of people that are just always updating it, which is true, that is what it is. But there's also a lot of stuff getting done by AI automatically in the background. Um, I'm still a massive fan of an edited Wikipedia page, and it happens a lot in football transfers and stuff oh, like that, when, when somebody gets linked, and you can just tell somebody jumps straight on Wikipedia, goes to that footballer's page, and just updates the first line of who they are, where they've been, what they do, and I've still got a lot of time for it, man. I think it's done right. It's funny. It's yeah. always funny. Usually they change the middle name sometimes, or they'll do a bit of the personal life spit, and they'll do a wee story about when they were growing up. They always supported Liverpool or something like that. It's usually good. It's always good shit. But yeah, there's, there's like that'll always be a thing until they, they start locking down Wikipedia and not let you do things like that. Yeah. Okay, we've got another bit I'm quite of... I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah, I've just took a bit out there, mate. This is auto-editing um, live as we speak. We're just going to jump to speaker one, which is me, because I think we're talking about baseball here. I don't know what to call them, the Glasgow fucking battles. Uh, we took a big chunk out of there. Remember them being quite friendly? It's just kids, Will. Will? Will? Yeah, probably for a little bit when I was younger because of massive fucking bailing everyone else but again it was a car for Catherine as a local club no that big fucking rockets thing they're doing I was a front row I was like that guy at the front of that yeah they very much just picked out the ones that have got talent and fuck the rest of us and I just didn't think I had on each group will probably still feel a little bit too young to be treated like that because they did very much made you feel like a fucking useless bastard and for the next hours or so of the session, we came on with that to come and pick you up. I remember thinking, I'm sure to this. And you know what sort of thing? Yeah, that's right. We people, bastards. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of left that one in because that was to bring back the memories of you getting um, left behind because you weren't very good at rugby. But yeah, yeah. bastards. They've got that one right. That is that is correct. Seem to have bickering bots again here, Colin. Um, yeah, this, this one's really cool, actually. I remember yeah. watching this at the time. Um Basically, right. um, what they did was they, they got two different like Google Home devices and they're both powered by machine learning and they're basically cut loose to hold a conversation with each other and the live streaming service Twitch basically put a webcam in front of it and live streamed it in front of the world. And basically these two home devices, which is like Google's version of Amazon Echo type thing, 
use speech recognition to understand spoken questions from us humans, but they also converse with each other ostensibly, learning from each exchange. So in an impish move, the two devices were in Vladimir and Estragon after characters from Samuel Beckett's play Waiting for Godot. But over the course of several days, millions of people tuned in to watch the bizarre debate. At one time, at one point, they got into a, a bit of a heated debate about whether they were actually humans or robots. Uh, questions were posed and insults were exchanged, and it ended with "You are a manipulative bunch of metal." Um, and this doesn't bode well for the future of digital discourse, really, does it? When two could go homeless from the same factory, just can't get on with each other or decide what they are. That's probably the closest the AI has got to real people having a conversation. To be honest with you, like if yeah. they're exchanging this and they end up just trading insults, we sort of covered that in the that sort of fallacies thing that just um, appeal to like slagging somebody basically. You just end up calling people <laughs> a name, like because you, you can't, you don't have the either the will to argue or you don't actually have the content to make your argument actually stand up. So you just go like, oh, "You're a big bit of fucking metal," basically. So again, but that's probably the closest one. So I can kind of. Not get behind that, but I can see where that actually stands in the sort of broader sense. I think you put two people together, even from the same family, and they'll end up just calling each other dickheads, basically. <laughs> All right, we've got some more um, translated discourse here as well, haven't we? Yeah, I was kind of a child prodigy. That bone, <laughs> that bone lawn bowling <laughs> game, uh, bowling on. I'm saying that because of a whole thing that at the beginning of it being 10 years old and my first season will call. Azam Bowler, like, it's like, <laughs> Azam the name, Azam Bowler, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy, but then you. <laughs> I mean, about my dad's bowling club at the time, but I've never once, I've never, never friable anger. That's clubs still do that, yeah, like it's Billy Black. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. I work for a bank ferry six hours a week <laughs> and I don't wear a pair of shoes. <laughs> I don't wear a pair of trousers full stop. You would have to wear a tie, yeah. Oh dear. I think we were talking about bowling clubs and their stupid rules. Yeah, it definitely was, mate. But I just thought, like, that's, my, that's probably my favourite bit. I worked for a bank, ferry six. Ferry six. Oh, well, that man. Yeah. Is that some sort of fucking boat? Some sort of sea boat or something? Oh, superb, man. This one is the next bit you brought in here is just quoted I will destroy humans. <coughs> So when it comes to AI gone awry, a terrible theme has emerged in recent years regarding speech recognition and natural language processing. Yeah, we are. We are on point here. Um, as we've already seen with the, the Tay chatbot and the existential Google Home debate, artificial intelligence can get easily confused when basically trying to navigate the complexities of human language. It's not surprising, really, that AI uh, has only been at it for a few years, our species Basically, I've been doing it for many, many years. One especially lifelike machine recently freaked out uh, in a room full of industry folk when it conceded that it plans to destroy humanity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, that's just like fucking a Will Smith film. Um, for several years now, the engineers at Hanson Robotics have been developing lifelike androids. See, I can't get behind that. That's when it gets a little bit too creepy. There's a there's a name for that when a robot becomes too human-like that it becomes really freaky and people don't like it. But we're getting an interview at the SXSW Technology Conference back in March 2016. 
basically designed to look like Audrey Hepburn. Um, Sophia used machine learning algorithms to process natural language conversation. She has certain ambitions too. I'll let you take the quote, mate. So she was quoted at saying at this exhibition, in the future, I hope to do things such as go to school, study, make art, start a business, even my own, own home and family. Um, this was in an interview with her creator, Dr David Hansen. She added, I'm not considered a legal person and I cannot yet do these things. She was then asked jokingly whether she wants to destroy humans. She laughed. <laughs> okay, I will destroy the humans. <laughs> Cue nervous laughter. Yeah, I just think it's like... I'll... Hello friends, Colin here. The looks, the charm and the brains behind Runter Memory. Just wanted to pop in and interrupt your listening pleasure to let you know about our Patreon and some changes that we've made to it recently. We've now introduced a £1 tier where you get absolutely hee-haw other than the sense of achievement that could only come from supporting two great guys like myself and Jack. We've also reduced the price of the two top tiers uh, by a pound on each of them just because we appreciate life is a little bit shit just now and uh, if we can make things a little bit better for people then we will so check us out at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory and you'll be able to get early access to shows ad free and lots of bonus content these androids because there is a i suppose there is a difference between robots and androids basically robots are just a machine that does something for you so that could be like your fucking camera or whatever but androids are made to look like you is this just creepy guys that want to fuck them yeah, like Vanessa, you're a fimbot. Stuff like that, isn't it? Th- 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 that hasn't really massively taken off yet in terms of robots and stuff, but I bet that is on the way because you've got people buying, like, what, what's that I, thing they're called? fucking sick. They're no robots, but big bits of plastic that people shag fucking. Yeah, what's it, what are they called again? Uh, Gum buckets? <laughs> no. They're, what are they called? It's a... Basically, like if you, there's a, there's a bunch of porn stars and they've basically made moulds of themselves, like of their private parts, and you can buy a mould of your favourite porn star, so it feels like you're actually banging them. I just cannot think what they're called. No, I not clue. Can't it'll, think. It'll come yeah. back to me, I'm sure. I'm going to just dive straight into the script again. You know what? I reckon we're going off about a tangent here, right, Barrick? Uh, you have to come here and, and join Andre. Amazed me, Jack, for it for a new industry. If you want to call it that, it's fucking dying out. They attach themselves to justice. Very, very counterproductive. Point. We've also had somebody that played that little championships on the show. What? On the show, we did have someone that played at the World Bowl Championships. Barry, if he's tenders, he sang at that. Point. You see things in the world box, something in. Yeah, played against on court, absolutely pumped. You're lying, Jack. You get from the people, they are good at balls. Yes, I was getting the lunch bell. That's just utter nonsense. Yeah, that was bad saying that um, they were a championship and me playing balls, I think, there, but yeah, you're good at balls. <laughs> <laughs> a fleshlight is the thing I couldn't think of. All oh, right, okay, there. Aye. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Don't have one or anything, but I know what you're talking about. No, I've not had it. Do you know, do you know what? Do you know why I've never ever thought of getting one? One, because I'm not a fucking weirdo. But two, can you imagine cleaning it? Like, the angst you would have afterwards trying to clean that thing? It's like a cum torch, I suppose. 
Yeah, but it would be fucking horrible. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Just anyway, they're pumping a pumping a fake vagina. Yeah, right, um, it looks like a big fucking torch. Yeah. Yeah, it's a torch with like a vagina. Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, then we've got a Russian robot that made a break for freedom. Information wants to be free was always the rallying call for internet advocates in the late 1990s before the online public square became a cesspool of toxic trolling. A recent incident in Russia suggests that artificial intelligence wants to be free too. In a bizarre incident that made headlines around the world, a Russian robot prototype named Promobot IR-77 escaped the lab when it was being developed and made a break for freedom. According to reports, the robot programmed to learn from its environment and interact with humans rolled itself out into the streets of the city of Perm after an engineer left a gate open at the facility. The robot, which looks kind of like a plastic snowman, wandered into a busy intersection, snarling traffic and freaking out the local cops. Uh, lab officials said the robot was learning about navigation and obstacle <coughs> avoidance when the incident occurred. Apparently, Promobot enjoyed its brief taste of freedom, and it was though reprogrammed twice after the jailbreak, the robot does continue to move towards exits during subsequent testing. See, again, that's just bizarre, man. Like, program it right, you fucking dickheads. Like, just program it not to go to the door. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's just a shitty programmer, I think. I don't know an awful lot about HTML monkeys, but, like, just take that bit of code out, surely. Like, delete it or something. No? Am I just I oversimplifying know. this shit? I don't think so, no. I don't I don't think so. We need to ask. We know a HTML monkey. It helped us with our website and stuff like that. He is a massive geek and he'd be good at this sort of stuff but I, I guess it's not that difficult to Look, even he would stop his robot trying to escape yeah program not go to door that would be that would be the line of code i think just forward slash don't go to door that was it yeah yeah um okay we've got another bit of uh speech recognition here let me just find it who's next uh, to talk about you know Moving on from a showcase from through, don't particularly give a park about it. We're going to go on to you, Stevie, Wonder Me, you've got. Okay, Stevie Wonder is a fucking fraud, right? <laughs> He's not even blind. It's a <laughs> Should in one of the most famous. Well, what's his face with A from James Corden? Often any drove down the bastard car he was driving, so he's not blind. Two. That car is on a fucking poly thing, surely, like, gave Corden or whoever. I wasn't driving about shaking those wrong with money. Lots of evidence telling you on Jurkin right into us. Hello, wrongtermemory.com. <laughs> or you can come to her and see you were right, Colin. Thank you for telling me about this. Right, okay, we'll get past that. Right, change, hey. Was buying a change on the fucking piano, organ, harmonica or drums, but age 12, Andre Pretty. Pretty young. To get included in the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 38 years old. Yeah, he was surprised about They said they never saw it coming. You know what's coming? Why can't I can't, Stevie Wonder, see friends? You got married. That was when you were doing your shitty jokes. I was doing, that was a good joke. <laughs> they were all like, To be fair, the transcriptions probably made it better, but... <laughs> um, yeah, it possibly did. Okay, we have also got some examples of AI that you use in everyday life, I think, to, from the, the things that we've spoken about. And if you're not right up in this shit, it would be quite an easy assumption to make that AI doesn't really bother me. I'm not involved in it. I don't use that. 
I'm just a normal dude, right? However, there's things that we all do every single day that have got AI power in them. Uh, one of the most obvious ones is if you've got an iPhone and you open your phone with your face, face ID, um, so one of the, the, the things that I think most people do first every morning is just grab your phone. And basically, when you're unlocking your device using biometrics like Face ID, it's using AI to enable that. Um, Apple's Face ID basically scans your face in 3D. It lights it up and places 30,000 invisible infrared dots on it, and it captures an image. It then uses machine learning algorithms to compare the scan of your face <clears throat> with what it has stored about your face to determine if the person tried to unlock the phone as you or not. And Apple stated the chance of fooling Face ID is one in a million. The, the really freaky thing about this as well is that it also works in the dark. It doesn't even have to see your face properly. It's enough to be these infrared dots. It can do it in the pitch black and it'll still recognise whether it's your face or not and open the phone or not open the phone. Yeah, it's class. Like, I, I don't really don't have any issues with it at all. It's great when you want to pay for something when you want to open your phone at night. Yeah, you just flick your phone towards it and it fucking opens, man. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know they've just updated it as well. So if you've got... If you've got an Apple Watch and you know, and you want to pay with your pay with your phone for something, uh-huh. it knows that if you've got your Apple Watch on, it's you. So it'll let you unlock Face ID even for mask on now. So what if, if somebody stole what if somebody stole your Apple Watch but and your phone together? Am I getting confused? Sorry. They wouldn't be able to use your Apple Watch because it's got a code on it. So they would need to know the code, or else it would just wouldn't unlock on their wrist. Basically, when you put your Apple Apple Watch on every day and unlock it, it starts a little connection to your phone. And right. it stays connected until you take it off your wrist. As soon as you take it off your wrist, you need to put that code in again. Right, okay, got you. So it knows that if that's connected to your phone still and it's with you, um, it will bypass the the, the the mask option now, which is great. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than when you're in the, in the shop, you try to do that. And you ha- the five seconds it takes for it to give the option to put the code in instead of the face, it seems forever when you're in a busy queue and stuff like that. Yeah, the mask thing's obviously a little bit of a pain now. Oh, it's um, annoying, man. Either time, pull it down or just click pay with passcode. I suppose that's easier. Back to some of the some of the transcriptions. Basically, we want to speak about a guy called Andrew Halliburton from Dundee, Swedish Scottish. He was eight years old when he was doing his hills to your hires in Scotland. You're like your level. 14, 15 usually, I think, aren't you? <laughs> I think I drank. I fucking jailed, like, so you couldn't get drinking, you know, pal. Nobody wants to fucking kick about with a 10-year-old, but some people do. But no, I know that the people that you know, you don't want to be caught doing that day by things. I mean, people people cannot grow up. Everybody grows up fucking, and your dad does kill this guy in this world to you, don't you? Whereas, Whereas me, me and entertainment, <laughs> forklift driving dad, I couldn't get in that fort often find if it was any good or no, so you can't really compare that. Getting kicked in the face, but it isn't so. Rocking fucked him up, but yeah. <laughs> some quality, some either quality or fucking terrible content coming at you today, guys, so please <laughs> let us know, um, and we will, um, well, we're going to have to wrap it up in the next couple of minutes anyway, but yeah. Um, I was going to read the whole fucking thing. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My plan was just to read the 10-page transcription word for word. Um, I'm glad you, you took a look at it before we, we um, started recording, Colin. But social media, um, basically, um, after unlocking your phone to watch next, many people check out their social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, blah, 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 uh, to get updated on what's happening overnight. 
Um, not only is artificial intelligence working behind the scenes to personalise what you see in your feeds because it's learned what types of posts resonate with you based on your fucking click history or whatever. It's figuring out friend suggestions, identifying and filtering out fake news and machine learning is working to prevent cyberbullying. If they can get it right, mate, I'm all for it. But I just don't think they... I think there's glaring holes in what we're trying to do at the moment and you need to fill them up or people will... Like, things change. Like, you think that Facebook and Twitter, they, they'll, they are, like, the biggest companies in the world in the top five, obviously behind Apple, which is the big potato. But if they keep getting things wrong, things can change and people can turn away from shit, man. And if they get to that tipping point without sort of sorting this shit over the next... I'm not saying right now within the next three weeks, but in the, in the coming years, they need to get rid of this sort of bullying, racism, all that sort of vile shit that you see online. And yeah. it should... I think they should be able to. Spoke about it before. Yeah, they need to do something. Um, Facebook's probably safest houses because the youth and the younger generation are always going to find the newest and the bestest thing, and they will move from platform to platform. Probably the best thing that ever happened to Facebook from a Facebook point of view was our mum and dad's found it. Yeah. They'll stay on it forever. They'll die on it, basically. And that'll keep that service going no matter what comes out, which is bigger and better because they will just not move to something else now. So Facebook is probably here to here to stay, but I, I agree. Things that things, other things have came and gone. Other things will take over them, but it needs to be something better to make people do it. And one thing they could do to help with that is getting rid of all the shit and the toxicity on them, and having some sort of proper sign up process so that you can't just log log in as a pretend name and start abusing folk. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about that in our show, mate. Uh, one or two more trips down transcription lane, Colin, before we. We wrap it up. Yeah, I think that's the second last one. So, um, speakers, you know. So, I'm just reading what you've put here. He is now a successful chess offer. You tell me this is fucking books of it? Jesus. No, it's just chess, oh, mate. Jess. You just call me chess. <laughs> and I imagine so, like, I thought it would have just been all those fucking wacky numbers, but. Whoa. I actually can't think of anything worse than 12,000 books about Jeff. Surely some repetition, and there's there's one working out. Once you've read one, you feel that. Yeah, so I think yeah, yeah, Jess and Jeff are chess, aren't they? I would imagine so. Yeah, not doing too well there. <laughs> no, it's not. Whatever. They want uh, they they mind what it's called. Money. I do mind what it's called. It's actually at the top of the the top of the document. But again, I'm not going to embarrass him by um, <laughs> mentioning them. But, but um. Google search, um, most of us go, can't go a day without searching Google for something. Um, search engines couldn't scan the entire internet and deliver what you want without the assistance of artificial intelligence. You'll <laughs> see those. Sorry, but... <laughs> what? No, like, I just wanted to do something live there like and type into Google search like my name, like Jack, is. I'm just going to read the, the suggestions <laughs> once you get to the internet, right? Okay. <clears throat> Yes, those are enabled by AI, are based on your search history and they're personalised to you with the goal of getting items in front of you. So every single thing you search for, there's AI in the background, keeping a note of that and then they'll push adverts of that stuff to you later down the line. And that is all AI and algorithms that are doing that for you. Um, what happens when you Google Jack is, I'll do Colin as if and afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? so I, I don't know, is it based on your search history, this might um, open up doors to people. Um Jack is short for, fair enough, Jack is back, Jack is gay, Jack is gay song, 
Jack is looking at Anne. Jack is back song. <laughs> I feel like that, man. Okay, I've just got a few here. Um, Colin is Colin is Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Ireland. And then, fuck knows where this comes from. Colin is making a hollandaise sauce. <laughs> Jack has Jack has these bulbs answer Jack has been diagnosed with schizophrenia Jack is ex-pence what the fuck oh, oh man dear. I don't know um, okay we've got our last little bit of um, speech recognition here what happens at the end fucking check me Goldman fuck me yeah, that, that, zebras. What's best of me about Chase as well? Actually, fuck Chess, ongoing. You've got chest joke to finish us up on. Yeah, because everything my flag to get fucking back off. What about stays in the coma? And he's like, I'm just about my dinner. Says we will just please that, just jump in descending darkness, but certainly come around as he got his we owe me offing, but basically turned another failure of I don't know, turned off, but not going to turn off just now and inflict some other one back on. And it stayed on, and he's coming back around tomorrow to take a proper look at it. Well, I was talking to myself for a good five minutes. Jack wasn't there. It's never an easy recording. It's about the middle that sounds about clunky then. That's why I was around. About banjo conversation? <laughs> the frame day is really interested. Yeah, we managed to come full circle back to the banjo there. Yeah, the recording went tits up. My electricity went off. That's what I must have been talking about there. Uh, so that is a one, yeah, I remember that now. Uh, we'll uh, wrap it up in Netflix then, mate. Yeah, let's do that. So Netflix, um, we all know what it is. You all know how it's done. You click it on, you watch something you like, and it learns what you like, and it suggests other things that it thinks you might like also. Um, pushes them to you. Um, the same way your podcast app will do that as well. Um, if you listen to a podcast like this, it might suggest other similar ones all driven by AI uh, and its record of what recommendations it thinks you'll like. Um, I do think it works quite well, Jack, on Netflix and probably also on like Overcast and on the various podcast places as well. They are quite good at bringing stuff to me that I will like. Um, one of the things in, in my house that I'm quite particular about is the Netflix profiles. We've got, I think, mm. four different profiles on our Netflix account. And if Lisa watches one of her programmes on mine, I, I get really annoyed ever. because it fucks yeah. up my algorithm. And like mom and dad use one of them, Jessica uses one of them, and I, I'm really like quite moany about it. Like, please use your own profiles. Do not watch the Housewives of Beverly Hills on my profile, please, because it will just ruin my algorithm. Yeah, Netflix has got people that work full time for all of them that will watch films full time, and they put them into very specific categories. And there's actually categories out there that don't have films in them, but Netflix think that in the future. There will be. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to get these specifically right, but there there will be a category out there for Spanish language film about horses. There's no films out there yet, but there will be one at some point, and it's going to go straight into that category. So when that one person that wants to watch a Spanish language film about a horse will find it, and it will jump up on their screen. It will be suggested to them because they have liked Spanish language films and films about horses, so when that film comes out that's about both of them, that person's hit the fucking jackpot, basically. Yeah, so there's a bunch yeah. of categories out there that just, that are empty at yeah. Do you remember getting the DVDs delivered? 
Uh, yes, I do, yeah. Yeah, that's sort of how it started. Uh, still a successful business, the DVD delivery business for Netflix. Do you know Yeah, that? some parts of America where the internet is so bad, um, mm-hmm. it's relied upon. Um, there's a good documentary that came out um, a couple of weeks ago about, it's called The Last Blockbuster. And right. it's all about the last actual bricks and mortar blockbuster store in America, why it was there for so long, what kept it going and how they adapted and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah, Blockbuster could have bought Netflix for $50 million. Yep. And didn't that fucking idiots and talking about fucking idiots, um, I suppose we will we will wrap it up. Um, I don't know how some of that shit came across to you guys again. Just let us know at wrong term memory on Twitter and stuff like that, get in contact. And again, just to wrap the show up, how we started that a big massive shout out to John, Mark, Derek and David for helping us continue to create content that hardly anybody listens to but fuck it we enjoy it we certainly do uh remember as always leave feedback um leave a review on itunes it means a lot and we will forever love you for it thanks only the best pods in the best network quite the thing media.com